Time to talk travel. We're joined by Sally Lucas, and we do it for our sponsor, Travel on King. Now, Sally, this is good, and this happens, I think, every year, isn't it? The Skytrax Awards are announced. It, it is, and it's taken over a, a whole period of a year where they do surveys, have people complete uh, you know, app, um, yeah. surveys online, and it's really seeing who is the best airline in the world. And there's different categories, of course, from being the best overall airline yeah. to having the best cabin crew, best seating, best you know, food, um, best business class, best economy, premium con, best low cost airline. So there's a massive amount of categories in it. But this year, um, there's been lots of winners in the past, you know, like Singapore Airlines and all yeah, sorts of airlines yeah. have won it. However, Emirates has won it this year, oh, well and it's done. the fourth time they've won it. That's good, yeah. Since they've been running it. So that's quite amazing. They first introduced these awards in 2005, so they've been running for 11 years, and Emirates has won it now four times. That's good. So it, that's really good. You know, you're still knowing that they're really up there, and they're, they are the largest operating airline in the world as well. Yes. They've got the largest yeah. fleet of any other airline company. And, of course, anywhere in the Emirates, they grow so quickly. Well, that's impressive for them. Four, it is. Four years, that's very good. It is. And the next one, another Middle East airline, Qatar. Right. And they haven't been sort of, I guess, prominent in the airline industry for very long. But what were they awarded? Quickly. They were just the second, the okay, second top. Yeah. They're in, in the list of 10 as overall. Very impressive. Yeah. Overall. Singapore Airlines, number three. Always good. Always yeah. good. Cathay, number four. Yeah. Um, all Nippon Airways, number okay. five. Okay. If anyone's interesting, there's a fabulous um, YouTube video out where the pilots of all Nippon have just taken possession of the new Dreamliner. They've taken it for a flight. Please look at this if you're interested in aircraft and flying. It, they, they say it waltzed through the sky, and mm. literally when you look at this thing, it takes off like an aerobatic plane. And here's this huge jet, and it can almost go up vertical. Wow. On takeoff. That's and the, and they're tipping the wings and, oh, man, it's an incredible bit of, if you can look it up, uh, the All Nippon Airways t- test pilots on, with the Dreamliner. Fantastic. From the Skytrax Award, can you reveal where Qantas come in? I'm about to. You're about I'm to. getting oh, there. Okay. Uh, Etihad's number six. Turkish Airlines, which oh. surprises number seven. Ever Air, which is from um, Hungary. Qantas, number nine. Lufthansa, number ten. Mm. So they're your top 10. Um, Qatar also got best business class in the world. Uh, Emirates in-flight entertainment was the issue. They were the world leader in that. Cathay, the customers say, have the cleanest aircraft. Okay. So there you go. And Bangkok Airways got the world's best regional airline for the second time. Um, and then you've got Asiana Airlines, which took a wide sweep in your low-cost carriers as well, and so did Norwegian. So there's a lot of good airlines picking up their game, and I think people these days, travellers, are certainly yeah. far more discerning. Expectations about, are high for a lot of people, and they with, need to deliver, don't they? They do, even with low-cost airlines. Like yeah. They understand they're getting a lower fare, but they still are very, um, I guess, concerned about safety, yes, cleanliness, cleanliness. efficiency, mm-hmm. friendliness of staff. Yep. And even the food options for long haul, they do want to have a, a reasonable food option if you're on a long haul flight. We can all go a few hours without a meal. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't matter. But yeah. certainly long haul, that's really, really important. So these awards do come out every year. So you can go on to Skytrax and read all the categories if you want. There's a heap of them there. There's too many for me to go through. Yeah. But there's a lot of different categories. Well, well done to areas. Emirates. That's very impressive. They've done well. Yeah. They certainly have. And I mean, they continue to do well. So there you go. Good on Emirates. Yeah. Um, just a little thing of interest. David only came across my desk this week. Uh, Papua New Guinea has now introduced a new tourist visa for Australian passport holders. We can now secure a 30-day free tourist visa on arrival. 
So they're trying to do this to help tourism, increase tourism into New Guinea. And, of course, as we know, New Guinea has a lot of areas that are virtually unspoiled, untouched. So you can go there. There's My, my husband's been twice already, but you can go there. You can go surfing. Yes. It's, it's famous for its diving. Some great wrecks and that that you can yeah, drive around great from wrecks. World War and, II. And the waters are pristine. Yeah. Like the, the clarity of the water is superb. Even where uh, Scott went surfing, you know, it's amazing. It was mm. just near Caviang to the north. But, yes, yeah, so I think they're hoping that this will, you know, bring in more more tourism for them. And, mm. I mean, it's only a three-hour flight from Brisbane as well. But, the, you know, the trekking, of course, with Kokoda. But there's a lot of more cruise ships now, particularly the expedition cruise ships that are going into New Guinea because it's areas that you cannot reach because they don't have the road network by any other means. So you're going to see really pristine, unspoiled countryside. To NURFM 103.7, we're talking travel with Sally Lucas. Now, Sally, when you're travelling solo, probably the most important thing is your safety. It certainly is. Now, this is an article that came across my desk this week that's actually been written by an insurance company as advice, but and they mainly had it heading towards young people, but I don't think it matters what age you are when you're solo. These uh, little rules, or they're calling it the five C's for solo travellers, would apply to any age. And in 2015, 13 million Aussies travelled and more than 1.7 million of those decided to go it alone. So that's a lot of solo travellers. And as I said, the solo travel trend is popular among the 18 to 25-year-olds, but there's a lot of other people in the yeah. older age group who do travel solo, whether they just choose to or whether they don't have a partner or have lost a partner. So yeah. I think this is important for anyone and this is to stay safe. So the, the five C's, one is connect is the first C. Um, it's important that you stay connected while travelling. Have a mobile phone and a SIM card with mobile roaming so that you can ensure family and friends that you're, you're only a phone call away if necessary. Yeah. I think that's really, really important. And it also then allows access to valuable tools like maps, internet banking, social media, etc. And communicate, being able to communicate effectively when alone in a foreign country is a must. So they suggest you should learn rather at least one or two key phrases of each of the country's local language before you visit. And if you feel you don't have time, there's a new Speak and Translate app that you can get which will translate any message into your preferred language. So that's that's a, a help, yeah. It is. Um, again, as I said, the staying connected thing is so important. Cash. Now, a lot of people say you shouldn't carry cash, but um, yes, you do still need. Sometimes there's an, an an area where you do only need cash, where you can't use a credit card. So don't have no cash on you. It's important that in case of an emergency, whether you have it hidden in your suitcase or on you or somewhere, but you certainly need mm. to still carry some cash. And, and I'll sorry about that. I'll pass on a story in a minute. Just relating back to that. Um, checking. Meeting people and arranging plans is inevitable as a solo traveller. So do a background check mm-hmm. on the people you are travelling with. You know, check them out as well to yeah. get a sense of who they are, who they associate with and all that sort of thing. So that's really important. And, of course, the main thing is cover, your insurance yep. cover. Make sure you have adequate cover. That is really important. Now, just getting back to what I was saying I was talking to a friend last night and I got shocked because I didn't know this had happened, but her young 21-year-old son had just gone to Greece a few weeks ago, had gone to a nightclub in Mykonos with a friend. They somehow got separated, his travelling companion. He woke up in the boot of a car in, in some remote region and, I mean, I don't know how he got out. Maybe he kicked the back seat out. They'd taken his money, his mobile phone. He'd been bashed. Um, He took his shoes, his shirt... And then he only had 50 euros in his back pocket. So here I'm saying about the money. 
tried to flag down a car. He had blood on his face. He didn't look good, so no one wanted to pick him up. He eventually got the 50 euro note out and said, can you please take me back into town? And he went straight to the hospital, who then rang the police. Mm. It ended up was one of the bouncers at the nightclub did it. So you can't be too... And this particular nightclub, apparently, again, this is where the checking, where you're going, had a bit of a reputation. Mm. So, you know, please, everybody, I mean, young people and older people alike, but just check where you're going. You know, make sure it's a safe venue, as, or as safe as it possibly can be. I mean, I know nothing is infinite, but, I mean, you've just got to remember that. And the main thing is to definitely have adequate travel insurance and also log on to Smart Traveller. I've yes. talked about that before. Advise and Advise them where you are, where you're going. you can't tell them. He had mm. logged on to Smart Traveller. Yeah. So the poor, his poor mum, who I was talking to last night, she's been to hell and back. He's back home now, and you know. But she said he's been really mentally traumatised. It's not just the physical thing that happens to you; it's mentally traumatic. So, you know, it's yeah. yeah please, if you're travelling, do all those important things and just say as safe as you possibly can. Talking travel, Sally Lucas is here, and Sally's brought the hot deals with her, haven't you? Sally, what have you got there? I have got lots. Norfolk Island, um, a lovely unspoilt paradise that's just, you know, a little quick whisk away by air. Seven nights there in some lovely apartments in a one-bedroom apartment, including eight days car hire, return airfares, um, seven bonus tours as well. There are some restricted cut-off dates. Ex-Brisbane from 1,079, 1,099 from Sydney. So there you go. Yep. What a fabulous Norfolk Island, is. yeah. It's Still in Australia. And I'm even going there next week, so I'll be able oh. to tell you even more about it. Lovely. Um, Ovation of the Seas, that wonderful new cruise liner, has got a cruise departing on the 15th of December, a Christmas cruise. And they've actually just reduced the prices on it. Okay. So you can now get a balcony cabin from under $4,000 and this is a wonderful cruise it goes on the 15th gets back on the 30th so it's a two-week cruise and it's circumnavigating New Zealand as well as calling in on Hobart as well so there you go that's great if you want to get away for Christmas exactly now along with that Norfolk sale the um, airfares with Air New Zealand have just come on board yesterday saying they're also going to have a reduction of $100 off all return economy premium economy and business class fares to Norfolk so long as you book by the 26th of July, they're knocking a hundred bucks off return flights. So that's really good as well. Very good. Azamara is a lovely small, a smaller style, if you like, luxury cruise ship. They've got some great journeys where if you book by the 31st of August, you can save up to 50% off a cruise fare for two. And if you book by the 22nd of July, you can also get a US $250 onboard credit per stateroom okay. as well. Now, these are on cruises called Temples and Dragons, which is a Christmas cruise throughout Asia, which is lovely, 16 nights. Uh, Thailand, Vietnam, Discovery as well. And a, another one, which is lovely, Discover Ta- Tasmania, the fjords and the wineries, oh, including a land content on that with AAAT Kings for three days in Tassie. So there's some great offers with great reductions Very there good. to be had. Um, Herty Gruten, the wonderful company that explores that lovely Norwegian coastline, they've got on uh, sailings of their coastal routes between 1 November and 14 December, play no single supplement. Now we're getting more and more companies doing this, Dave, where we've been talking about solo travellers are giving people It's a either. big saving if you don't oh. have to play the uh, single supplement. It is. Well, a single supplement in the old days was basically if you booked a, a room, a hotel room that has two people in it, you're paying the, the cost of that whole hotel room as if there was two people in it. Yeah. So you're paying really for two people. Yeah. Okay, because they can't sell the other bed. But at least they're realising now that people do want 
you know, solo supplement reduction. So Travel Marvel have got them as well on um, European river cruising. So that's good to know as well. And there's some savings with our own people in Australia, AAET Kings. They're offering some uh, 10% reduction on the whole range of their touring programs, so long as you book in July. Yeah. So that's another one. And what else have we got? Oh, yes, Air France has announced some um, fares to Paris and London and various other places within Europe at greatly reduced rates in premium economy and economy and business class, so yeah. keep that in mind. And what else have we got, Dave? I think, oh, yes, unique sailing adventures, those beautiful star clippers that sail Asia as well, the, the big yachts with yeah. the gorgeous sails on them. They've got some eight-day, seven-night uh, cruises out of Phuket doing Phuket to Langkawi, which is a beautiful part of Asia, from uh, under $3,500. So, look, there's lots out there. There's still lots of good discounts, lots of rebates, and we're getting more and more deals for solo travellers, which is wonderful. That's all our hot deals. Now, before I let you go, just a, mm-hmm. a quick one from you, a quick comment. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are in the travel industry. We've had this shocking news. It's still mm. unfolding today of the beautiful uh, the French Riviera mm. area of Nice, and yes. it looks like what is a terrorist attack there. Um, and as I said, details are still unfolding. They will be in our news at 3 o'clock this afternoon, the latest with the President commenting yeah. from France. What's your thoughts on this? If you had plans in you're going there do you still encourage people well you sort of don't I guess encourage isn't the right word you may say to people you may want to alter your plans um, or if you can change your itinerary reverse it around let let them grieve let them get over what's happening in Nice first obviously they will want us back there in due course like any destination like Paris does and Paris is still suffering as well with a lack of tourism they desperately need you there because they depend on tourism so much it's a large part of you know how they make their income so we all feel very tragically tragically sorry about what yeah. has happened in Nice, obviously, but it's such a popular destination, not just for Australians, but that whole Riviera area, including Monaco, Nice, it's also close together. And it's it's a playground for the, the rich and famous, if you like, but we like to go and see just what the rich and famous get up to as well. So it, it is an extremely popular destination. It's hard to know till I get into the office today exactly the ramifications, but generally when something like this happens... There, are le- there is leniency there that you might be able to defer or alter your accommodation dates with no or little penalty. Same with your airlines, you know, if you were flying into Nice. So we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. But obviously, you must uh, keep in touch with your travel agent. Try not to bog down airlines and things because they'd they be desperate. Their, their lines get really blocked and cluttered when this yeah. happens. So, you know, if, if you haven't booked through a travel agent, well, you know, that's where you've got your problems. As There's normally said a before. DFAT 1-800 number that you can you call. You can call DFAT, but yeah. I mean, if you want to alter anything and you've booked it online, yeah. um, you know, it's, it's a bit hard to get the correct information. So <laughs> I guess I'm, I'm just sort of blowing our own trumpet again here saying... If you book with a travel agent, we can resolve situations for you, which you just can't resolve yeah. by yourself online. So the more you can trust and have your trust in your travel agent, the more they can always assist and help you yeah. in replanning. So that's what I'd suggest you do. Um, and be patient, of course, because we're still, as you say, yeah. finding out the whole details tragic situation and details. Yeah. But yeah. obviously we'll be getting more information coming across our, our travel agency desks yeah. as the hours go by. Well, thank you for that. That is our Talking Travel today. We'll look forward to your company next Friday. Certainly will.